Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. Are you ready to begin? I'm ready. Are you sure? I think I... I think I... Yes. <laughs> I'm ready Let to begin. Let me just get some more coffee here. There I'm we just go. Gonna... Okay. All right. Um, so... Quick we... question for you and your OCD. Yeah. When you put your coffee cup down, do yeah. you have to make sure that it lands directly on the circle of the coaster? Because I'm guessing you do. That's none of your is, business. Do, also, you, you got to make sure that uh, the tree is facing. Oh, the you. tree is facing. Correct. Um, yeah. We have coasters with trees on them. <laughs> and I had the thought as I was putting my coffee down that with Nathan's OCD-like tendencies, that he probably can't handle the idea of the the mug being off. So I'm just gonna put mine like that for for funsies. If you really wanted to mess with me, you do that. <laughs> there we go. Like halfway on, halfway off. <laughs> Can you focus? At least on the coaster. At okay. least put it All on right. the coaster. Bye, bye, bye. So, hi. Thank so, you. We got a new groom, groomer. New groom? New groomer for our dog. Yeah, that's not interesting. That's not? No. It's interesting for us. Well, I don't know if we got a new groom or not because... I've not actually picked her up yet. So if she looks right. terrible, I'm not going to stay with this one. Right. Um, did uh, did dropping off go well? Yes, it did okay, indeed. <laughs> we we have a golden doodle. And so she has to be groomed every... It's good to get them groomed more often than not. If you keep the dog foofy, like, you know, with specialty haircuts, then you got to do it every few weeks. We go every few months and just shave her down. Yeah. And... I mean, like, literally everything. Some people, especially with a poodle mix or poodle, they'll leave the ears and, and tail long or paws or variations of the muzzle. We were like, everything. Everything goes. Just shave it. Everything goes. Right. But she's yeah. so much happier when we get her groomed because she's not as hot. Right. But the first few days, she's always self-conscious. Yes, it's she really is. funny. <laughs> she Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. Fun facts about owning a, okay. a golden doodle. So, um, so we, I, I feel like in the twenty, uh, I think this is podcast twenty one. Is it? Yeah, we've wow. exhausted all of the things that we know. No, we haven't. All of the subject matter that is in our brains. We have no more subject matter. Why would you lead with this? Is a terrible. <laughs> terrible no, segue this is the worst promotion you could come up with promotion no 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 no. so but keep it is, listening it's gonna be awesome no it'll theoretically get better from here you start lo with low expectations and those who keep listening by the end they're like wow that was fantastic it's not how you no. no here's the thing though you always tell me i oversell you do oversell things. but there's a difference there's there's some there's some middle ground between overselling <laughs> and underselling i know middle ground isn't your favorite place to be listen i am but one extreme there's or the definitely other. some land there either i'm gonna oversell something or completely oh okay i'm taking it from here wait, wait 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 real quick on the matter of overselling i got us treats tonight for family night 
Are they like donuts, things that Ari no. and I can't eat? No, no, no. Everyone. I got every single person in our family a treat. You got some ice cream, didn't you? I did. <laughs> He's been... I'm so excited. He's been like wanting ice cream every night. And I, I just look at him and he's... He says to me, should I run to H-E-B and get ice cream? And I look at him and I say, no, you can't eat ice cream every night. That's not. Hold on. I want those of you listening. <laughs> you can't do that. Back me up here. Yes, you can eat ice cream every night. <laughs> there is no reason. Oh, no, it's not good for you. That's, listen, in a time and culture quick question where i do what i want and nobody can judge me for it i will i can and will eat ice cream every quick, night. quick question though yeah. where are you storing the ice cream in this office with no freezer no i already dropped it off at home oh, oh okay all yeah. right all right that was just housekeeping <laughs> real quick not in the car <laughs> personal housekeeping real quick 80 degrees <laughs> okay do you want to try a segue yeah of course so <laughs> back in the day Nathan and I, well, not back in the day, I guess we're still leading a small group, but we've always really led small groups. And am I too close again? <laughs> we've always led small See, groups. See, I actually got these uh, table stands so I can move it without having nice. to. Nice. So we always <laughs> have led small groups for churches. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things, especially if you have teenagers or young adults, you want to have icebreakers because. It just helps everybody laugh. And once people laugh, they feel a lot more comfortable. Well, and get to know each other without having that awkward, like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Right. Yeah. But I th- honestly, I feel like if you laugh with somebody, you enjoy them so much more. Oh, yeah. Right off sure. the back. Like, yeah. what kind of people, what kind of friend you want to hang out with? The one that you laugh with, you know, or the one that you feel awkward with all the time? I mean... Yeah, probably the one I laugh with. Yeah. Well, and the hard part is, it, it is that awkwardness that makes me laugh. No. Mm-mm. You're I... the awkward friend. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So, for, with that in mind, we got this book, how long ago? Maybe So long ago. 15, 10-ish? Be... Well, and we also have... A, I mean, it's in a number. We have... A long time. <laughs> numbers and numbers and things. We ha- also have so many icebreaker board games, like Would You Rather, um, Worst Case Scenario. Yeah, and we always stuff. put our yeah, own, so like, things. spin on yeah. it. But this book has been one of my favorite ones because it is... Wait, pause. What? Speaking of putting spins on things, can you please talk about Bowl of Judgment? Because I feel like those people who are listening, if they're game people, they, okay. every single person that we've talked to about this, they're like, I love that. Okay, so one, Nathan and I love board games. We, I know there's two camps. <clears throat> there's like the party game camp and the strategy game camp. Right. And nary the two shall meet. We are both. But we are both. <laughs> Generally, though, if i gotta be with a big group to be a party game like into the party game mode right but if i'm doing like just the friends and i want to talk and stuff i love the strategy games um you know like dominion or we got his parents addicted to ticket to ride and all that but so we (laughs) we love we love both we like both sides so one of the party games that we used to do that i love so much was trivial pursuit and i know you're thinking Trivial Pursuit. That is a really annoying game that I hate. But wait, don't 
Well, it's a game that nobody knows the answers to because it's so old. Which I love. (laughs) I love that because when you, okay, so what you do is you get a team. You got to go in teams. You can't do individuals. And when you have your teams, the problem you'd run into with Trail of Pursuit is people wouldn't even try. They'd be like, I don't care who was the FBI, the head of the FBI in the 80s, you know? And they'd be like, not even give it a thought. Well, when you add a little motivation, like negative motivation, (laughs) then they really, really try. And so I made up a version of Trivial Pursuit called Trivial Pursuit Bowl of Judgment. And what you do is before everybody starts playing the game is you make these horrible, terrible consequences that people have to do, like eat a concoction made by the opposing team from your fridge or, um, you know, drink water. No, a certain was, amount of I'll say, I'll say yeah. that one. A certain amount of water for the rest of the game, you know, just all well, these or, things that were or like like one of the ones I do remember is you have to drink. Uh, it was like five pint-sized glasses of water before your next turn. Yeah, and stuff so like that. or like go to your neighbor's house and get a roll of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we would make them. Uh, kind of you know fun to do as a team but kind of miserable and then some of them we do like grace tokens (laughs) where they draw one and it'd just be like a pass like they wouldn't have to do or you get a free pie or you get a free pie that was a good one that always got and my our very favorite one that we'd always play is that the whole team had to be blindfolded thrown in the back of a car and dropped off somewhere in town and And they'd have have to make their way back in a certain amount of time or they have to draw again yeah (laughs) they would when you play it that way, a whole new dynamic takes place. <laughs> you only so get fun. what's funny is you only get about like ten cards done. But yeah, it's well. You should fun. see the way that people <laughs> rack their brains trying yeah. to come up with answers. Yeah. So oh, it's so good. Anyway, so yeah, we fun did fun. we did bullet judgment. Um, that was yeah. So anyway, so yeah, yeah so we've we've done different stuff. Um, that's not an icebreaker. That's more for a game night. But this yeah. book, we would always draw questions from right it's uh four thousand questions of getting to know anyone and everyone but one of the ways that we would play is we'd have somebody pick a page number and a number between like one and ten and then they'd have to answer whatever question came up oh yeah so nathan and i are gonna play amongst ourselves today okay so and maybe we can put a spin on it too what would the spin be is that i have to guess what you're gonna say Ooh, first we have to be we're doing okay so we have to do like honesty yeah so, so honesty, uh, first of all though, let's just play where we yeah. do it normal okay, okay normal okay. so uh, pick a number between one and uh to 70. 165 okay 165 all right so i was gonna say with this book uh there is a whole section ripped out though no 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 I, the reason i did i say that is because if we skip a whole number that's why oh, one through 14 <clears throat> one through 14 mm-hmm. uh 11 okay 11 um i know how you're gonna answer this one okay so um i'm gonna pick a different one <laughs> <laughs> no you have to read the at least read the question though so they know oh or can you the question was if pills fulfilled nutrition and nourishment would you take them no and give up eating and cooking and i know you'd say no so i want to ask him more of an open-ended question okay um i like food too much i'm gonna actually i'm gonna ask you two 
What? Mm-hmm. You're just making I'm up spinning rules. It, yeah. yeah. So the first one is, do you consider yourself handsome? Uh, <laughs> mildly. <laughs> like on a scale of one to ten, yeah. where would you rank yourself? On a scale of, like ten being. I could hot 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 like I could potentially model yeah 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 like Kelvin Klein model oh wait could it be a different model like because I feel Kelvin like Kelvin Klein because that's Kelvin the Klein's only like modeling company calling <laughs> <laughs> well it'd definitely be like not underwear <laughs> modeling <laughs> okay so what brand would you want to call that's a good question I'm just like thinking... Tommy Bahama <laughs> Like, are you fully embracing your dadness by this point? It, so I would put myself uh, probably at a, a, a 6.5. 7. A point five, yeah. seven. That's kind of like your height. You put yourself at a... <laughs> six, five, six. I'm, I'm five, six, and, and three quarters. quarters. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. All so right. I put myself okay. at a six and a half. All right. Um, yeah. Well, I think you're handsome. <laughs> What would you put me in? <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> what is the best way to die? So I assume it's die? lower than 6.5. What's the best way to die? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, easy. Uh, in surgery. Oh, yeah. So that's like a spin on in your sleep. Yeah. Okay. But in your sleep, you're still aware of, like, you can still be aware of your faculties and stuff like that. And so, like, in surgery, it's like... You go, you count back from 99, 98, 97, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, oh, Jesus, hi. Do you want to know like a secret fear of mine? I don't even think I've ever told you this, is that if I do die in my sleep, my dreams Mm. are so wild, I won't even know. (laughs) And Jesus will have to be like, by the way, you're dead. Because I won't clue into it. I'll just be like, this is mad, this is amazing. As I'm like (laughs) flying through the air or whatever it is. Because my dreams are so crazy. You do have crazy dreams. I know. Yeah, so... They're always... I wake up and I tell Nathan, you gotta hear this because I can't even make this stuff up. It's so wild. Yeah. It is crazy. <laughs> you, are, you are one of the most vivid, like, just constantly dreaming people. Right. Did I... Have I shared on the podcast my dream with Norm MacDonald? It's my favorite dream I've no, ever had. No, you have had. to share it, though. You okay, have to. Okay, so years ago and I still remember it because it was such a I mean I woke myself up laughing hysterically because it was so funny so I'm watching in my dream I'm watching this pool like someone would that's an announcer for an Olympic Games you know so I'm watching this pool and I have this this bird's eye view and I'm watching these Olympians come up to dive well here comes Norm Macdonald. And I know a lot of you aren't going to know who Norm Macdonald is, but Google him. He was a comedian in the 90s and he was funny. He was on SNL. He kind of goofy. He had a goofy yeah. shtick that he did. But um, he comes up and he's getting ready to dive. And so the announcers are talking about all the stats, you know, what he's good at, what he's done well, what they're expecting out of him for this dive. Well, he comes up and he goes to jump. Well, as he's jumping, the camera follows him up and then down. But what happens is instead of going like straight down swan dive, he hits the side of the pool, like misses the pool and crashes into the cement. 
And the announcers are like talking, you know, giving the stats and all of this, and they're like, oh my goodness, he missed the pool. He missed the pool. <laughs> and so their norm is laying on the concrete, just crumpled in this bloody mess. And everybody's freaking out, and the announcers are talking, like they're, they're just not knowing what to do. Well, then, you know, medics are rushing out. Well, all of a sudden, you see Norm kind of like move his shoulder and then like move his other shoulder, and he's kind of lined to the side of the pool. And you see him kind of like harumph himself to the side, and they're like, What? The announcers are going, What is happening? Oh, I cannot believe this is happening. He is finishing the dive. He's finishing the dive. And he kind of like rolls himself over and plops himself into the water. And he has this big goofy, goofy, like bloody grin on his face as he's like bobbing up and down in the water. Kind of, you know, kind of a takeoff of when runners hurt themselves and they limp he's across. The, the, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. finishing yeah. the dive. <laughs> Whose brain does that to them? But you constantly have these dreams. That's the thing. Oh, is, I know. These are not just like, no. like, oh man, once a year. This is almost like a weekly, weekly thing where you have so such vivid. Some of them are hysterical. Some of them are, you know, crazy weird. You, you just are a dreamer. And so you have the, all these crazy, crazy dreams. I know. I just, we've been watching The Office again. And didn't I dream last week that I was in love with Jim in yeah. the office? And I yeah. woke up, I was laughing so hard because it was like, I just looked at Nathan, and I'm like, I think we've been watching too many episodes. You can office. never watch too many episodes of The Office. But generally, my dreams aren't influenced by, well, I wouldn't say that. I no. do have to be careful about what I watch, but yeah. the Does weirdness say, factor. So I was going to say that's the other catch with Lacey's right. dreams, is she has to be very aware uh, of what she's watching because they'll impact her dreams in a negative way, meaning right. like she can't watch things that are too um, gory, gory or, or nasty or sick. Yeah. Like, you know, the weirdo CSI right. kind well, of psychologically so like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Forensic files. Oh, So I love those. I hate those. But Lacey can't watch those because it does, in, she has such vivid dreams of stuff and shows she's like, no, I'm out. And can't they're gross. Oh, debatable. <laughs> okay. So um, you had your questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your one question. All right, so go pick a number. Okay, uh, five. Oh, page five, okay. Ooh, ooh, okay. What section page is Page five is contents. Well, no, no, you got to look at the numbers on the side there. Baby, you said five. No, well, you got to Contents. Oh, okay. Um, Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. There we go. Get up there. Ooh, okay. One, two. 15. 1 through 15. 1. 1. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever play hooky? From school? Yeah. I was homeschooled, so no. <laughs> that that was impossible. Okay. Lame question. <laughs> You're the one that picked it. <clears throat> Ooh, what was the most frightening event from your childhood? Like, scary? Yeah. Hmm... Do, 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 Seriously, you can't think of anything? Like, I have, like, three right off the bat. For you? Yeah. But it's not my question, so I'm not going to say them. What was I... Oh, oh, okay. I do have one. This has to do with sleeping again. Okay. So, when I was about five years old, I was... 
I don't, okay, so if my uncle ends up listening to this, I don't even know if I've ever told you this story. So I was... Oh, I have another frightening one for you. Oh, for me? Yeah. Okay. So I was um, like five, I want to say, you know, around that age. And I remember getting up in the middle of the night and my uncle was... Uh, babysitting us and I go to go down the stairs and you could on our stairwell you could see the TV in the other room and so I go to go downstairs because I was scared and I wanted to find an adult and I go down there and I remember seeing the TV playing the news and on the news the guy was talking about how there was this doll that was going around killing people and it had like footage and I just remember freaking out and so i was so terrified (laughs) from that point on that dolls would kill you and um at the time the my buddy dolls came out and i anyway i figured it out years ago or that my uncle was watching chucky and (laughs) (laughs) she did come in during the really wrong time but i was terrified for years and years and years about that just so scared Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, cultivaterelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. Uh, We've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. The one I was thinking of is when you had to clean out that one house. Oh, that's a bad one, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is another uncle. <laughs> Lacey's... I have uncles. Um, so um, I go to my uncle one year after um, summer. It was in between um, seasons at our Bible school, and I had come home, and my uncle hired me and my brother to clean out this investment house that he had bought on a... A kind of a rundown side of town and so he was gonna flip it and the problem though is it was like just filled with trash just basement main floor upstairs and uh, actually had a third floor just filled to literally the entire every room to the ceiling was filled with just trash and so so much so that he had originally thought he'd just need one dumpster and by, mm-hmm. it was, by the time it was set or done he needed to order like three or four 40 size or 40 foot dumpsters and so the whole time my brother and I are just hauling stuff out well you can imagine there was just like rats and bugs and hypodermic needles and just like really nasty nasty stuff and in every room I just remember my brother and I kind of bracing ourselves like what what will we find in this room like by this point we were at we were just beyond uh but you guys disgusted. Had, like, I was gonna say you guys had worked yourself up. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And you were confident there was a the, dead body. Well, no, 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 no. By yeah. all by all intents and purposes, there was like just uh, hordes of just 
disgusting things everywhere and it just could get worse and worse no matter and the as we got further into the house well our very last thing to clean out was this entry um closet and so the problem with it though is we could not for the life of us get the door open <laughs> and so we're working on it we're working on it well we we'd so psyched ourselves out like you had said earlier yeah. we convinced ourselves that this closet held a dead body that it had skeleton <laughs> i mean obviously not a fresh one because it not didn't smell one. but we were convinced and so eventually we just we were so freaked out we couldn't do it we had to call our dad to come down and open the door and go through it because <laughs> Done. So it was like gross. the very last thing but do you remember yeah. when we lived in um it was when we'd lived in alaska and we went to a home and there was like nine cats and it smelled like cats and lydia walks into the house mm, and goes yeah. mm, i like this home oh gross yeah so we gross. knew we'd have to worry about her a little bit after that <laughs> she'd become a crazy cat mm-hmm. lady um yeah that is yeah. All right. You've had. Okay, go. Uh, uh, let's do 182. Okay. And just, you just picked the, pick the right. question. Um, what new devices or machines would you like to have five to ten years from now to make life easier? They cannot involve your disease. They can? Mm-mm. That's not in That's not in the book. It is. It's, it's I can right do, here. I can, it's right there. It's <laughs> cystic fibrosis right there. <laughs> Uh, driving a drivable, uh, non-driving car, non-steerable, not a, a car. I don't have to steer a car. It's some like, what do you call those? A driverless car. Yeah, I just want to sit. <laughs> I think Tesla made that. I think it's good to go. I think they're I know. turning them off a lot right yeah, now. Yeah, but not everywhere can you can drive. You have to drive on like certain types of roads that like have roads the, with lines. Yeah. And so Alaska's out. <clears throat> right. I I just want to be able to sit and not drive. Like every time we get into a car and I'm always like, "Hey, do you want to drive?" cuz I I hate driving. Yeah, and you know, I that's a lie. I don't hate driving. I hate in the like I love long road trip driving. Mm-hmm. I love that. I hate having to go to the grocery store. I just want someone to drive me there. Or the grocery store is a block away. Exactly. Like one block. Yeah. You could jog there. No, I want someone to drive me places. Like today, I went to a grocery store with a friend of mine, and he had asked me to go, and I said, hey, are you driving? And he goes, well, yeah, of course. And I was like, yes. Do you know they just arrested someone? uh, I don't know where, but he was riding in the back of his Tesla (laughs) with the driver. No. The feature on. Are you serious? Yeah, which apparently you're not allowed to do yet. It's not yet. like the Jetsons time yet. No, you know what I always loved was the, in iRobots, how the cars would drive for you. I love that feature. I just want to... All the movies I've seen where the cars drive for you, they kill you. The cars kill you. Well, that, it did actually happen in iRobots. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. But I loved, I like a lot of the stuff Elon Musk is doing. Well, good for Tesla's you. Tesla's space. Good for you. Yeah. I'm glad you're a fan. Okay, my turn. Mm -hmm. All right, pick a number. Two... Oh, there is a 268. Okay. Ready? Ready. Ooh, ready? Ooh, this... (laughs) Okay. 
When you look at someone who is hugely successful, do you think of him or her as a lucky person who was in the right place at the right time? No. What do you think? I think that they have to be extremely talented to be where they are. Okay. Especially in today's day and age. I think people are under the impression it's easier, which I think it is easier to get... I think it's easier to get momentary recognition, but to sustain through a career... Yeah. Um, I think that, that's exhausting. Yeah. I can't even imagine the amount of energy. I, I think everybody in show business has personalities like Ariana, where they just can't stop. They can't slow go. down. Yeah, because well, you no, have to be constantly That's not necessarily pushing. true. You think of someone like Steve Martin, who's incredible. Steve Martin's like the only example you have. No, 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 no. There's been multiple. He's like old school, too. He can pay a million people to do all of his promotions. <laughs> what I'm talking about is nowadays. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, like you said, I think like the the... And I even hate the idea of, like, the word influencer because it's, like, all they are is famous for something they've momentarily done. Well, and I think the issue with influencers is they're... It's not easy. I mean, you're constantly trying to find new ways to engage and try to compete on that level. Yeah, but you're just constantly in it for the likes, so you almost default to doing stuff doing what other people want you to do not what you personally feel well if you want to get paid yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean because that's the only way to really make it yeah but no no no. i think there's a difference because it's like people who who i feel like there's two types of people ones who do stuff to get the likes and then people who are doing things and they happen to get the likes i'm just using that as the example happen to get the likes start that way no. But you can't sustain it that way. Doing what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. No. I think that's I think that's probably the most successful people. So like for example, we were talking about Elon Musk. He's just doing what he's doing. And he's also the third wealthiest man in the world. Right, so but yes, he's not... he can do what he wants forever. His children's <laughs> children's children can do what they want. But that's that's the thing is I think you are more the most successful when you're doing uh doing like you like who you are i think you're the most no i don't think so because no because you're the most longevity i agree in a like a wisdom sense and a like uh, as your life goes but as a famous person no you have to you have to be willing to do what other people want you to do all the time no you don't yes you do no Okay, we need some people to weigh in no. on this because Nathan and I disagree. Because he's... I'd like to hear if you guys think that everybody who's famous are all originals and doing what they want to do or if they're all sell- sold out doing what no, other people want to do. No, I didn't say all. We are just talking. I said I feel like the most longevity, like the, the long-term successful people are people this, who do things is, okay. for themselves, You're not for other people. You're skewing my words. I feel like... <laughs> okay, and we can only use one bracket here. Yeah. Famous... So we're looking more towards entertainers sure. as far as... But I, I know you keep bringing up Elon, but I'm thinking of entertainers. I think you have to be extremely successful to be an entertainer in whatever field that is. Acting, singing, whatever. Y- yes. Yeah, I, I do. don't disagree with uh, that. But I don't think that you're going to sustain that financially or um, 
publicity wise unless you do what other people want you to do at a certain point right i think you have to release a lot of what you want to do right unless you do become like elon who has all the money in the world and can do what they want <laughs> i mean who so, if he wait, wants wait, wait, to go to on. space he builds his own rocket like so <laughs> i know that most people don't have that yeah, everybody's Actually, like, he's going to space. It's like, because he built his own rocket. Did you, see the, did you see the special about the guy who built his own rocket? And basically, it never really went anywhere. But like, he had multiple launches where he did tests, testing and all that. There's like so many movies about that. Yeah. Um, no, okay. So I think maybe get, we have to look at what types of success. So we have people who are successful. Um, oh, shoot. I just lost... Uh, where I was going with this. People who are successful, um... Yeah, I win. (laughs) You default. (laughs) No, I was thinking of this this way, where, where it's like, yes, there's... I think there's an element of who you know when you're, right, like, making connection, networking. I think there's also an element of God's sovereignty. You take a good... Uh, you take the... a look at, uh, like, a Rick Warren, who... You're like all over the place. I picked one genre I know, to highlight, it, and you're picking preachers and crazy billionaires <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Billionaire playboys. No, because I, I think just that's don't know. That's, yeah, that's not a good. That's a right term, right? Okay. Anyways. I would not classify him a playboy. Ooh. He's like the classic. Like he. Well, I mean, he literally was in Iron Man, but I'm like, he's Tony Stark. Like, he's the real world Tony Stark. Am I wrong? Yes, because I'm not, he in no. no way looks like, uh, what's his face? Just because <laughs> just because he's slightly more uh, autistic than Tony Stark. He is. No, he didn't say autistic. He said he has Asperger's. Yes. Isn't that on the spectrum? Yes. Okay. I think. So I think not- it's classified on the spectrum. Yeah. All of the, you're looking at me like I'm I'm wrong on so many levels, but I feel like I'm. Right. I just feel like you keep looping back to Elon as your number one exa- example I'm of really someone like... who's sustaining being famous, and I think the reason why is because he can pay people. But how did he get there? That's the thing. A lot of government subsidies, man. <sighs> he knew how to play that one right. You know what I'm saying? So he was smart. Started out with some smarts. I, that's exactly what I said. I said okay. you have to be smart and talented. I never I... said you didn't. Okay. I don't even Ask know what we're question. arguing about. Anymore. I don't know. It's you just Okay, this is random draw. Random draw. You ready? Fired up, go. Random draw. Yeah. All right. How do you feel when someone teases you? <laughs> it really says it, that. It hurts me every time and I go and cry myself to sleep. Um honestly, you know what's so funny is it it legitimately depends. I would say and you can maybe tell me if I'm wrong here, the majority of things don't bother me. There's only a handful of things and you know what they are, that I'm either self-conscious of, feel embarrassed by, but the majority of stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's it's me. You know what I'm saying? Can I tell people the things that you don't like to be teased about? Just so they know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You're a horrible person. I know, it just cracked me up. Okay, so- Okay, well, no, and I've said, that, I've said this publicly, like, one of them is I'm still self-conscious about, like, my surgery, and and how it made my belly feel. I know. Look, and so there's one. Uh, my bathroom uh, habits. So you're um, just going through them. I am. I don't even have to do it. No, I know. Uh, I might as well let them know. My bathroom habits. Like, 
You okay. don't have to go and do it. it. Right. But it's it's like, okay, I can't help some of that stuff. But truth or lie. Yeah. Most of the time you're in the bathroom playing on the flight simulator on your phone. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's your second follow-up love question. flight simulators. I know. Here's your follow-up question. Okay. If I gave you $500 now and said, this is just for you, mm-hmm. spend it on whatever you want. Okay. You can't spend it on bills or anything right. for our family. What okay. would you buy? What would you two spend go, Two GoPro cameras to change, uh, to add camera angles to our podcast. Wow, really? Yep. I've thought about this. Yeah. But then you'd have to edit those angles in. Have I you know. thought about that? I did. And you want that? You want I extra do. editing? Yeah. Who are you? I know. I just want to make the quality are gopros that expensive nowadays i don't know oh, okay but i mean it takes like stands and you know all the other accoutrements that come with uh, the boy GoPro. do i know yeah exactly okay media if you're thinking about getting into media it is a deep dark hole <laughs> do not do it <clears throat> Ooh, ready ready okay if you could bring any television program back not reruns okay. but in new episodes which program would it be it's hard because I some programs actually there's there's certain shows that burn me so bad because they didn't actually finish them that I had to like get over it okay so because they didn't close they didn't lost, shut it down lost, lost changed how TV I know. episodes whether it's online or actual television changed how we watch television I know because everybody was so angry and right. some of us still are still still so angry. So I wouldn't bring Lost back. That can be lost to history as a mess that it was. I feel like here's the thing though is I would like to bring Lost back and have them fix what, what they, they did. did. <laughs> I be need accountable to... for what they did. Have a jury Seriously, of their peers. Seven, what was that? Seven years, nine years of my life that I cannot five, get back. Five, five years. It was only five. It felt yeah, so still, much longer. They had I feel like so I wasted good. five years of my and life. And then you have other Lost. shows that were really good when they started and then just wouldn't stop. Like Jack Bauer, you know, 24. Love so, the guy. But after a while, you're like, how many things can happen in LA? They, like, here's the thing. They also, that's another TV show that revolutionized because like they would get rid of main characters without ev- letting you know without mercy just done it was such a soap opera so it was a man soap opera <laughs> tell, tell uh tell what well that's basically what we were describing <laughs> trying to catch my sister up on episodes one time when she's coming to visit and she's like so basically it's a man's soap opera yeah it's like yes lots of explosions but yes um a show i would bring back oh I don't really know. I don't know. I can't think of one right now. Give me a different question. Okay, ready? Yeah. Atrocity photos. Do they manipulate the public? Atrocity photos? Like yep. of mass genocide and stuff like of, that? Of, yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Manipulate the public. hmm There's so many follow-up questions to that yeah. question. Yeah. Like, are the photos legit? And if they're legit, is it, what are the circumstances surrounding the... Doesn't matter. Atrocity photos, do they manipulate the public? I think it depends on what they're using them for and how they're using them. I think if 
any photo used in a certain context can be used to manipulate. I don't think they're, I don't think taking photos of things is bad. I think that photos, especially in news, um, have been revolutionary. So, mm-hmm. for example, one of my favorite photographers, um, I'm going to get his name wrong. I think, uh, I want to say Lewis Hine. Gosh. Any, I can't Google it right now. I'm like so, like wanting to check it out. Am I right? Am I right? Anyway, he um, he was one of the first people that brought attention to um, child work laws and the really the, the atrocity happening in the the mills and the factories back in the early 1900s and how these people, these um, business owners, managers were using these children and abusing them. And the way he did that was he would sneak in to these factories and he would take pictures of these little kids, like six years old, five years old. It's crazy. Take, working 12-hour days or these little boys working in mines. And um, the photographs are actually what propelled the movement to get child labor laws created. And so I think photographs are extremely powerful. I think that generally photographs can be used for good. However, we live in an era right now where what you see might not be accurate because of the manipulation software available. So or I how many how many of one type of photo is being released or footage as opposed to all of the other right statistics. like <clears throat> some or really what context is being shared about yeah. it like someone yeah. could take a photo of one thing and say it's something else and how are you to know yeah and I don't know I'm I've gone to the point especially with social media that I always question everything. I hear from one source. I need to hear from multiple sources. And if something's not computing, I actually need to figure out why. Like, my brain needs to be... So that's a great... It's deductive reasoning, right? Right. It's like, okay, this is uh, not congruent with how my brain is going. So why? Why does Mm -hmm. this not coincide with what I'm thinking? I mean, if it's outrageous, if it's outrageous, am I automatically outraged? It just depends. It depends yeah. on who's giving me the information. Are they trustworthy? Have I seen it in another source? Right. Is that source trustworthy? There's so many things. It's kind of like BuzzFeed yeah. used to just give out all of these like little fun pictures from the internet, and now they're considered a news, like Which a legitimate news broadcasting crazy. company. But they're so slanted, right? Yeah. And so I, I just. I am skeptical. Yeah. But I feel as a rule that photographs, I'm actually very passionate about uh, photography. I love photography. I think photographs can be used for yeah. the good of society as a whole. Yeah. yeah. I, was just, I was just thinking of uh, the Michael Scott quote. This is why I love Wikipedia because anyone can add to it and that's how you know it's... <laughs> it's accurate. It's mm-hmm. accurate. self-improvement techniques have you experimented with we talked about a little bit about this oh last my goodness. week okay so, so you don't have to hit on what we already talked about but i don't even remember what we talked about last okay. week so um <laughs> which is probably good uh self-improvement techniques um waking up early 
uh, going to the gym early. I, I have so many because I love self-improvement stuff. Um, I've basically abandoned it this last year. Um, not any because, kind of self-improvement? Any kind of self-improvement. You're just sitting no, 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 on the couch no. eating chips. No, here's... Like, <laughs> give it in ice completely. Cream. No, yeah, ice cream. <laughs> so, you, and you know this about me, that I am all about routine methods, all of that, right? Boring. And so Yes. No, it's not boring. It it's helps so you improve boring. your life. No, okay, it helps yeah. you keep okay. you consistent on things that yeah. you should be doing, like a 100%. therapy every day to yep. keep you alive. Anyways, <laughs> insert little fiddle. <laughs> little violin. <laughs> little violin. Diddle gives it a different feel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Someone's doing a jig. Okay, so um, I'm all about self-improvement. I, I've... I've in the past subscribed to like all these YouTubers who are self-improvement gurus, you know, all of that. He went through a phase where he was obsessed with Matt Davila, Davila. Matt Davila. And I, I don't even know what the guy does except for walk around in his house where he just has like a neatly made bed and talk about like ways minimalism. to be a minimalist, minimalist yeah. and no, it's fantastic. experiments he does. It, it's very, it reminds me a lot of the girl's favorite YouTubers who do like 24 hour challenges. Matt does a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> like 24 no. hours in the pool. And Matt does like 24 hours only whatever, no. you know, okay. 24 days only eating carrots. What happened to my body? Like, and Nathan's like, oh, what did happen, Matt? <laughs> and <laughs> he was so obsessed one time. He just kept sending me all these Matt Davila links. It was like, Hey, you want to check out this website? Hey, you want to check out this? You want to check? And I'm like, is it all Matt? Like, is it all the same guy? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, honey, you need to step away. You need to take a step back. Anyways, <laughs> so I love self-improvement stuff. But what I mean by over the last year of me stepping away from that is uh, because I am so bent on methods and OCD when it comes to structure, I realized... Uh, God was not able to move me where he so desired because I was immovable. I had my structures. Um, and a lot of this uh, came out of the you know, last couple of years when I was dealing with depression. And so I had to step away from that, abandon basically all of my methods of self-improvement, structure, schedule, all of that. Um, and it's been incredibly freeing, um, but also there's there's some things where I wish I could go back to, but I know I sh I can't. Like so. the gym? No, I go to the gym. <laughs> Give me time. You know I'm gonna eat ice cream. <laughs> on on the treadmill. On the treadmill. I'm just. It's not even gonna be going. I'm exactly. Just stand just, on the like, treadmill. Yeah, I got on the treadmill today. So um, no, anyway, so there are things that I really do like and appreciate, but I also feel like. Okay, probably. I can't yet. So, anyways, if you were in prison, what would you do with your time? That would be like a dream for I you. would love to be in prison. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad. No, I don't mean that. I am so sorry if you've done time. Particularly. And you're looking at that going, what is this girl saying? No. I, I think the idea of being by myself and able to do, <laughs> like, quiet activities sounds really great basically reading reading i would read a lot i would read so much and i would be so happy <laughs> and guess who would bug me Not all the other many inmates people. they would yell unless you're in solitary confinement i was raised you'd with have to, six like, siblings you'd have i can to block shank. out anything you'd have to shank someone to get into 
solitary confinement. Listen, I'm not shanking anyone. I'm just reading my book. Leave me alone. Um, uh, um, oh, goodness. I had one. I, I can't find it. Um, this reminds me. Yes. Of the one time I was in the hospital. And I love the hospital. It's like a home away from home. It's like a place that centers me. Love the hospital. So I'm in there for like four days. And I'm like, honey, I love this. I don't have the girls bother bothering me. Like, I can have my laundry the way I want it. Um, I can have my room the way I want it. The nurses are constantly, you know, giving me uh, congratulations on how clean my room is. They're always like, man, you're so organized. Like, I love it. And I was telling Lacey, I'm like, babe, I think I could do prison. I think I got this. And then it was like the seventh day. And I was like, I need people. I can't do this anymore. I'm making sock puppets. It was not the seventh day. It was the third day. <laughs> it was not even. The timeline was way different in your head than it, it was in reality. It so much longer. <laughs> you were like crying by the third day. Like, I just, I just so lonely. Oh, my word. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. What is your idea of the utopian play- workplace? You just did a question for me. Are you doing a second question? I'm doing a second question. Utopian workplace. Yep. By myself. <laughs> <laughs> Refer back to the prison question. Exactly. Oh, okay, yes. Definitely a lot of that. I love being by myself. But um, honestly, my favorite work environment is with a really good team. Um, so, and with team, I mean you're working with a group of people that can communicate well that you have a relationship with as far as you care about them as people you care about their lives and that you're also able to problem solve together so there's not a lot I mean I know it's impossible really to get to the place where there's not conflict but that when there is conflict that there, there are tools in place there is leadership in place that has really exemplified how to work through conflict and what the value of that team is Mm -hmm. to take care of each other in the way that we're not going to let things simmer and fester and become these really toxic environments. I, I've been able to work on teams like that before and it is so incredible what kind of creativity and it's the creativity. It's just the enjoyment that you have with uh, your coworkers. And so that is actually my, and then I go and work by myself. Like I go hang out, do a team meeting. And well, then you I do go the brainstorming together, right, and then I go and then work you kinda by myself. And then you kind of all break off to work on your tasks, yes. and then you come back together. Like I'm not the kind yeah. of person that wants to be meeting with people all day long. That just sounds terrible. I, it's hard because I do enjoy meeting people. I okay. I think I know why I like meeting with people. Particularly if it's not like a meeting for meeting's sake, like other people leading the meeting. I love leading meetings because it makes me feel important. <laughs> well, I, that's I mean, why. yeah, I like yeah. leading meetings too because then you can end them. Yeah, when you want them to. Mm-hmm. All right, give me a question. What three questions would you like to ask God? Bringing it down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why are you... First of all. First of all, how dare you? (laughs) Second of all, who do you think you are? Just kidding. Third, why are you the way that you are? Um, I... Three questions. First question, uh, 
first question would have to be why spiders like why really you're not going to be like why do you why do you allow me to have a genetic disease that's not you know, gonna be the first one out of the gate it's gonna be spiders yeah because here's the thing i feel like there's some redemption with my disease like okay i could probably sort through stuff and i'm sure by the time obviously i'm talking with god so things have transpired that i'm like oh okay there's some revelation but spiders are the only thing like small creatures with more but i mean legs all the bug lovers out there are saying yeah wait a minute what about all the mosquitoes and well then i'm sure they'll have they kill yeah i'm sure spiders are have... needed for our why... ecosystems yeah but why do we have to have mosquitoes so you'd want to do it away with like creatures just ones that have more eyes and legs than me that's all okay. i think that's all i'm saying i met a horse with one eye today weird i know things with less arms and legs than me and eyes that's fine it's the more it's the more that freak me out oh okay yeah so anyways dead serious though i i am actually really serious why did god make certain creatures okay that's one move it along the way they are um second one would be um that's it so you got small creatures (laughs) to be honest i don't actually have a lot of Okay, I, I don't know if you've known this, but okay, over the last couple years, okay. the one question that I feel God has really convicted me of is asking the why question. Why, um, asking why, God, why did this happen? Because when I ask the why question... You're not trusting. I'm not, well, no, it's not that I'm not trusting. It leads me to disappointment. Okay. And so rather than asking why... I've had to force myself to ask, um, okay, like, what do you want my focus to be? Right? Kind of in a proactive, in a proactive direction rather than reactive. Why did you do this? Why did, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm dead serious when I, I say I don't have a lot of, like, why questions. I don't have a lot of those because I've had to release and resolve those and say, okay, what, well, where, where am I going? You know, there's always questions like, why is our ministry not as perceivably more successful than what I would like, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Why do I have a disease? Why did our girls have to walk through certain things, right? All all of these things. Why did you have to have, like, such uh, so many years of of feeling sick and all of that? Like, there's things that I want to know, but it's it's to the extent where I'm like, you know, if I, if I, like, drill down on those, if I focus in on those, like, disappointment really comes back to me and so i have to be so proactive at not asking the why question but more okay god where are we going what do you what do you want me to focus on today and and stuff may come up like with our girls or with you or with me that i'm like okay god here's what i'm feeling about this but what do you want me to focus on so when it comes to like questions for god a lot of them you know would be um they wouldn't that's what i mean is they wouldn't be i have three questions what what are yours do you want to know yeah number one okay can i please pretty please live by the ocean (laughs) warm ocean okay (laughs) specifically warm ocean he brings you to the arctic or something (laughs) number two can you please give me an unlimited visa gift card (laughs) number three what did you do with enoch (laughs) (laughs) no moses enoch walked with god and then was no more yeah fascinating it is fascinating 
I okay. mean, Moses' bones is like a whole other conversation. Yeah. Elijah's the other guy you're thinking about. But Enoch, that's, that's the one. I mean, he was God's friend. And then God was like, you know what? I like you. And then he just like. Come hang out with yeah, me. Yeah. And I want to know how that happened. Yeah. And I think that'd be cool to do that. I want to ask one more. I'm looking for, yeah, spirituality. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Ready. Ooh, okay. This is a good one. Okay. What have you given up for your religion? My religion? I hate that word. Um, I know, I do too, but you know what I'm saying. I think the... I'm just going to go currently. Currently, the big thing is the control. Yeah. That's a huge thing for me that is not big and uh, it's not a big picture thing it's a day-to-day yeah what is it that i'm trying to control that i need to release yeah and that i'm trying to figure out outcomes for or arrange or strategize we've talked about how i love to strategize things so i think giving up that strategy in yeah. a lot of ways is i you know the older i get the more i think even laid back people uh, I think we all struggle with control. Oh, 100%. You know, I think uh, there's people who are like, oh, I don't, I'm just like, whatever. But what if I tell you that you need to be more structured? Well, you're trying to control me. So you're trying to control my ability to control you, right? It's, we all have that control issue. That's just what I've been thinking about. Okay, ready? This okay. is a good one. And I think I want to end on this you wanna one. You want to end on this one? Okay. Alrighty. Let's do it. Particularly in our day and age. <laughs> No, no. Do you think, Lacey, that yes. the church should stay out of politics? No. Okay. I don't. I'm a person. I'm in a church. I should be able to talk about politics. Okay. I mean, that's as simple as that. <clears throat> but what about people who are like, you're just trying to push your beliefs on other people? They can think what they want to think. That's the freedom of people having beliefs is that we're able to have them right if if i'm trying to control somebody else yeah but what if your beliefs infringe upon my freedom so this is a huge conversation it's not one to end on because it's <laughs> huge. it really it comes down to what you believe the values and the um agreed upon system that we've put a place put yeah. in place for our country is yeah that's that i mean all all the politics is just interpretation of that system yeah. that value system and so my interpretation of it is what it is and if my pastor believes that and he's leading me and you know my women's group later, whatever. Because being that can turn into craziness if you're if you say the church will define the church. The church is individuals. Well, the church you say the church is the pastor. The pastor shouldn't have that. Well, the, he's an individual too, you mm -hmm. know. So he's not allowed to have political beliefs because he might sway people. Well, what about you, who's a big business owner? You're not swaying people, yeah. you know. I mean, I just I feel like the people that how the separation of church and state don't really understand why. Um, or what that term actually refers to. Yeah. And um, 
what it actually applied to. And even yeah. that understanding is up for debate. I mean, people could probably debate debate me about that too. Yeah. So history to me is something that is really important. And um, I feel like history is something that is essential to learn for that interpretation and for that understanding of what were those values that were agreed upon for our country and have they shifted have they changed i think the methodology mm-hmm. changes and a lot of those things but i don't think the values themselves yeah. are the things that we should be changing do you think so, that so like similar to like what you're saying with pastors and and all of that being they should have the freedom to uh give their thoughts opinions because they're people yes do you think people who are famous who have uh, athletes well that's what whatever. I'm trying to say is you can't say because someone's influencing they're not allowed to give their opinion yeah which I don't think most people think of it as I think they think because they're influencing in a spiritual way and because they have a skewed interpretation of separation of church and state they they push that a certain way so they make they make church something different than like a, a an athlete yeah well an athlete shouldn't Right. Shouldn't share their thoughts because I just paid them to be an athlete. It's just, it's just a singer, right? Songwriter shouldn't give their political views because we're just, I just want to hear them sing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. This has been a great interview with my wife, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's not my final thought on that. There's so much to unpack in that, but to answer the simple question of. Should churches stay out of it? No, because churches are made up of individuals. Well, and the, yeah, and I think what you're referring to is the separation of church and state is the idea that the government should not mandate a religion. Am I wrong that with that? I'm not going to unpack that. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not. That's very, well, that's a very detailed and long discussion. Maybe someday Someday. we will have a political podcast. (laughs) I don't know much about politics i just have thoughts and opinions so it wouldn't be a very long podcast <laughs> um that was fun hey so we highly recommend this if i don't it, even know if it's still available can i, I don't, don't even know if you can buy it anymore but on it like regardless of whether it's this book or not um finding books like this if you're dating if you're you know engaged finding books that you can you know ask these questions of because i mean i remember you and i had a book that we went through when we were dating just to ask questions, you right? Know, I feel like you do these plugs for things that we get zero reward for. I know. No, I said any it. book. That's why I haven't oh, said... good news. It is on... Um, I haven't said the name yet. So it's I'm not it's on anything. Amazon. Okay, good. So well, if you want it... There's a book on Amazon with a title <laughs> that we're not going to say because we don't get money for it, <laughs> but we recommend books that have questions. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Hey, if you send us money, we'll give you the title. <laughs> I like that. Hey, ice cream payment. That's my wife. (laughs) Give us money and we'll tell you all the things. All right. Goodbye.